The TTUVNs presents In Conversation Presented by Abby of Tarkhan With special guest Time Lady Tea Time Cosplay. Today's topic Ace. Ooh, hello, and welcome to the TT Huvian podcast. Today, brought to you by me, Abby Louise, aka Abby of Traken. And today, I am joined by Time Lady Tea Time Cosplay, also known as Lauren. And we will be talking today about Ace McShane. Dorothy. <laughs> For those of you who are listening, you will not be able to see, but both myself and Lauren are rocking the beetle look as Sophie Aldred would call it we're both wearing our ace jackets so if you do hear some rustling and stuff it's because we're currently yes, wearing random things it's us <laughs> we're currently wearing bomber jackets from the 80s so yes <laughs> that's my that's one of my favorite things about ace her costume is just oh my god it's so, like ha huh. i just ha <laughs> huh. As a cosplayer, you sometimes find a costume, don't you, that you're like, that just embodies the character so well. And Ace's costume is that all over. Like, because she is a reckless teenager. And this chaotic energy with all the patches, it's so Ace. It's the, so her. The pain in the ass patches. <laughs> well, that's why we started talking, isn't it? Because you had your Ace and I was like, I want to do that. I'm going to talk to you. Literally, so me and Lauren have probably known each other for a little bit over a year-ish, yeah. sort of now. And the only reason why we started talking is because she saw my ace on TikTok and she was like, where did you get your, I think it was my space patches. So Yes, it was. Oh, which that I'm one's falling off. To, which you can't my, my, my soccer ball's falling off. <laughs> it's half, it's on his own adventure. It's only a pin, it's only a, a safety pin, it's just, I need to restart. <laughs> I can't it. even remember what I've got on mine. Yeah, this it was the space one at the front, I believe, um, that you were questioning. Or maybe the space one down there. I don't know. I, there's two space ones. <laughs> space one? It's a space patch somewhere on the jacket. Oh yeah, there's one on the arm as well. Oh yeah! <laughs> I swear we know how to cosplay. I have not put Ace on yeah. in such a long time, can you guess? Well, I haven't put- I have- I started working on my Ace, and then, like, Bastra- Obviously talking Paternoster, we can't help ourselves. Oh, again. Kind of just came out- it, I, I started doing bits, and then I was like, right, these are hard to find patches. They Some of them are just- Ridiculous, Ridiculously yeah. difficult. And you will find them, like in a job love, like the nuclear- for the visual people, you'll be able to see, but for the people that is just going to listen, I've got a nuclear power no thanks, which is one of my favourite um, ace buttons. And I, I found put it, it somewhere! Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I found it completely by accident in like an 80s job lot. Same with my watchman. And I'm like, <laughs> you lost your pin. It's on there somewhere. 
I'm still trying to pin this back on. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Falling apart. Oh my gosh. Right, 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 right. Right, we will start at the beginning. So, obviously, um, Sophie Aldridge slash Dorothy McShane's first episode is Dragonfire at the end of season 24. I love Dragonfire. Yeah. I know it gets a bad rap. Yes, but when you, when you compare it to the other episodes in season 24, I don't know why it gets a bad rap, because it's probably the best one. <laughs> yeah, it is. When you look at it, you're like, it is definitely the best one. Literally, I've only pre-ordered the Blu-ray of season 24 because Dragonfire's in it. I knew you would. I knew you would. The thing is, with Dragonfire, it shows... Because I think if you watch Dragonfire, you're like, oh, Ace is just this annoying teenager. That's how she comes across in Dragonfire. Especially with the Mel and Ace scene in her, like, quarters. Mm. Where she's like, oh, you know, I didn't take my GCSEs. And uh, yes, I did try and blow up my school because that's what I do kind of thing. This is my character. There we go. (laughs) Because that's what I like. She does start off as this brass, like, teenager that you're just like, I would would cross the street. If you came near me nowadays, I would cross the street and I'd be like, bye-bye. But she's, she's a mess up. That's what I like. I relate to her because she was a bit of a mess up. She didn't do that. What well. you you know she didn't do well in school. You know that she didn't fit in. And as as a fan of the show, but also someone who was a bit like that. I wasn't like a bad teenager, but I certainly didn't fit in with the crowd. I love how Abby's like I was. <laughs> I'm not saying any. I was a horrible child. I was a horrible child. Well, I can understand why you relate. Well, what the fuck? Ace, what have you done? My lights died. You just went into darkness. It's not that dark. You can still see me, right? Yeah. My ring lights <laughs> run out of charge. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I right in thinking she got kicked out the girl guides? Or did I make that up? No, I'm pretty sure it's said in an audio at some point that she gets kicked out of the girl guides. I'm going to have to turn my phone torch on so I have some light. (laughs) So you can see what you're doing. Oh, Lord. There we go. Is that going to work? It's so professional here, Boots. It works. Yeah, it'll work. We'll just edit this bit out. That's the fun bit. You've got to keep the bloopers in. I've still not pinned on this bloody soccer patch. all of the thing just leave it hanging up hold on i'll just take one off actually there is a there was um there's an audio i did a couple of when i last put my ace on and that patch came off and i spent most of the audio just trying to put this patch back on while saying the ace lines it's like oh it was like a he- i think it was a, it was a hex one as well yeah Oh, we have to. It has to be said. It has to be said. Oh no, it doesn't. I don't like it. So, according to the Virgin New Adventures, emphasis on the word Virgin New Adventures, um, much to the disgrace of Sophie and everybody else, apparently Ace lost her virginity to Savlon Glitz. Who, if you see Dragonfire, you will know who this is. <laughs> None of us approve. <laughs> I, I, I like how Sophie Aldridge herself does not approve. 
Sophie's like, no. She's like, nope. The, the thing is, they had... So I think they had an opportunity to have an LGBT, an obvious LGBT um, companion at that point. And I, I know the BBC was scared. I know, obviously, when it was filmed and stuff, it's not an obvious thing. But they could have. She was definitely big bisexual. I think lesbian energy, to be honest. But she definitely, even if you wanted to keep the glitz... Savalon Glitz storyline, you could easily be like, well, yeah, she's bisexual. Yes. She would have been an obvious candidate to be an LGBT companion. And they could have kept the Savalon Glitz storyline, but made her obviously bisexual. Because I feel like they do do that, obviously. Um, what's her name? You know who I'm talking about. The one that there's definitely lesbian. Like, oh, in. Oh, Battlefield. That's it, Battlefield. It's obvious. You could easily have slipped in a cheeky kiss or a little, little runaway to some quiet place. But this is where this is where we get to salute Big Finish because they've covered it. They've pretty they pretty much confirmed that she's either bi or pan or something oh, along those love lines. It, love it. I love yeah, pretty much. I love, see that 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 makes her even more perfect to me. Like, exactly. I love Ace. But to know that she is part of the LGBT when it's obvious to her character is just. Well, well, thank you, Doctor Thank you. But she's just so good. I say when 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 she first joins, I, what I like is you do get you do get that character development, which is something you didn't really see in the classic companions you do get the oh she starts off with this little shit and then she by the by the time survival comes around she's not you know she's no, no way. To, to quote wicked she's been changed for the better you know well she's deeply intelligent that's the thing that i think she gets a bad rap for because everyone assumes because she is like a, a brass teenager everyone doesn't assume she's intelligent but Ace is ridiculously intelligent. Yeah. She shows it very well, even with how even the explosives. The fact that she's just like oh, But this is what it this is and... this is what this is what it is. I think the reason why she was such a little sod in school is because she knew it and she was just bored. That's, that's yeah. What, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was like, I'm gonna explode things because you bore me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I just love that as a, as a, as a... Oh, I just love Sophie Aldred's character. Her I don't think anyone else would play her. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Like, the BBC struck work. lucky as well, considering mm. she could pass. I bet she got ID'd all the time. Because she was, what, she, I think she was like 23 when she took on the role? Something like that. Early 20s. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah and she was 20s. playing a 16-year-old. Like, yeah, I, need, I need this moisturiser. Yeah. That's what I mean, it's completely believable. You're not watching it going, well, you're clearly 40. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, she's like... like, you could be younger. I'm, I'm pretty sure they might have snuck you in. You have could you heard be her in the, in the commentaries, though, all she ever does is go, I look like a hamster. I look like a hamster. <laughs> either, she's, either she calls herself a beetle because of the black jacket or a hamster. So <laughs> Sophie Aldred is just like, I am an animal. <laughs> I just love the idea of her watching back, like, I'm a beetle, I'm a hamster. I'm a hamster. <laughs> oh, I love her. her what first... do you think her best episode is? Oh. Well, mm, see, her best episode is probably Fenric, isn't it? Mm, see, that's what I reckon. Her, like, acting-wise, for sure. Yeah. 
it's it's i mean curse of fenric is underrated in my opinion oh yeah i feel like a lot of people don't give it enough credit it's a really brilliant story if you get a chance to watch the like movie length version do it because oh, yeah. oh it's so much better like the the tv the tv cut's brilliant but if you watch like the the, t- the movie length version it's fantastic and we've got a salute we let's let's talk about all the stuff they put sophie aldred through with the bbc fenric they made her jump oh, into yeah. the bloody sea <laughs> and there's pictures of her in one of the annuals and she's literally like sat in a calf like with like 20 coats on freezing her asses ass off like <laughs> She, well, well, now you get stunt doubles, don't you? But this get, is the thing, yeah. Doubles, and yet you don't really get that with Sophie. I mean, it's it's Fenric when she nearly drowns, isn't it? Uh, no, no. Um, no, um, that's Battlefield. That's it, Battlefield. Like she <laughs> drowned in Battlefield. This well, woman is hardcore. Well, this is the thing. Her and Sylve basically used to be like, I can do this stunt. I can do this stunt. I don't need a stunt double. We'll like, we'll offer you a stunt. No, no. I got to show off to Sylvie, and I. I'm not going to get a stunt double in. It just reminds me. I do have to talk about it. It's the one where there's the explosion. So this is Sylve, but it's the one where the explosions in the Great Show in the Galaxy, and he's not. He's so close to the explosion, and he just gets up and carries. So chill. You're like, what? You've just had an explosion. Seriously, it's them so two. Cool. It's ridiculous. Even little, but even like when they do the explosions in Fenric and they're like jumping into like muddy verges, yeah. even that, like yeah, like you would expect any actor nowadays would have a stunt double. Any actor. See Sylvester McCoy's little legs go wee. But that's another thing. Their relationship. Oh my god, it translates. It translates so well on screen that you are literally there, and when you see them at conventions together, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. They are ace. And the Doctor. It's not, you know, Sylvan and Sophie. It's Ace and the Doctor. Just through and through. Out of out of all the, like, Doctor companions, they've probably got the, the biggest chemistry. Literally. Yeah. E- I'm, even, I'm even putting them up against two and Jamie. Like... Now, now that's a big thing That's controversial, but I do. I, do. I don't know why. I just... They just... Yeah, it just seems so natural, you know. I think I think you can tell because if you watch the outtake, you know the outtake. That just cements <laughs> their relationship. I will recommend if no one has seen the um, survival outtake of Sylve and Sophie, you have to go on YouTube. It is on YouTube. Just type in survival. Are you which? Are you what about the Stay Still one or the other one? Have you seen the one where they're being like Betty and all that lot? And he's yes, like... I love that. But that again, you know, they're on set and everyone's like, oh, they're really professional. Yes, they are. When it came down to it, they were professional. But they had a laugh and they made Doctor Who what it, yeah. it should have been. It yeah. should have been fun to film. It shouldn't be a depressing thing. And it did get towards that point before Sylve came in. Let's be honest. <laughs> And when Silk came in with Sophie, there was just—it's just a breath of fresh air. I—I I think their episodes are genuinely some of the best classic. Like, like I said, I it's purely because be like, no, 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 it's because they're—they're they're just like radiating that like kind, like happy, and it's just—it—you can feel it like. In Battlefield, you can feel like all the characters, everybody, Gene, like Nick, they're all picking up on all these good vibes and it's like yeah. gradually going throughout the cast. 
Speaking of Battlefield, what about Sophie with her incident? I cannot bring myself. On the Blu-ray, they have the actual footage. And I cannot I cannot bring myself to watch it. So for those for those of you who don't know, I'd love to know how you don't know, but basically there's a scene in a tank and somebody had done their mathematics wrong and they hadn't made the glass thick enough. So Sophie's banging on this glass and this tank's filling up with water and the clock the tank starts to shatter. And um let's just say if they hadn't got Sophie out, she would have been very badly cut um but the tank bulged and all the water spilt out onto the studio floor and obviously the studio floor was all covered in wires and electrics and stuff and it, it, it was a lot worse than it was. it was all because of Sylv. it was literally Sylv saved sophie's like he's like shouts he shouts for her to get pulled out and then he shouts everybody to jump up on chairs and stuff you know i i, I can't bring myself to watch the actual footage though i can't no, i don't i don't think I could, I, like, and you could, like I said, you can see that it's starting to happen. If you watch the episode, you can, you can see it. You can and see when like, they pull her up as well. You can see that she's getting pulled up. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. I genuinely don't. I, I'm the same as you. I don't think I could sit there and watch the footage. I would be too like. Well, have you heard? Have you heard like Sophie as well? She didn't think anything of it, and then like like something like 15 years down the line she was watching a movie and there was somebody like drowning or something and she started like having a panic attack that's how long it took wow yeah she had like ptsd but like like delayed, delayed. wow that's gotta be scary Poor yeah sophie. i know <laughs> i just want to give her a cuddle now. i know the sacrifices you make to be in who with the stupid bloody jacket on that just proves her as a character. That's another thing as well in Battlefield. Battlefield's got bad rap. You know that, that scene in the lake with the sword? Oh, I love that scene. Well, obviously this jacket is very buoyant, so obviously she had to hold a rock under the water. Yeah. But she had to have a mic pack as well. Yeah, so she has because as soon as she comes out of the water, she has a line to say, so she has to have a mic pack. So they put the mic pack in a condom. learn something new every day literally this is what you learn from watching the like behind the sofa things on the blu-rays i love it, <laughs> I love it. the thing is uh, when we next get a chance to see sophie because she's so i'm part of a I'm, I'm gonna just talk about the group i'm part of a group called um who knows my friends are admins and she's like our president it's so cool to have like Ace. This is how I look at it. I am aware that Sophie is an actress and she's wonderful, but it's really cool in my head because I'm like, well, Ace is the president and that's just brilliant. <laughs> like, she, she runs this group. She doesn't. But it's so nice because she'll just turn up to like a convention or something like that and come and say hi and you're like, hello, you're Ace. It's really, it's really funny. A friend of mine was dressed in the Ace thing. She came up and she's like, oh, uh, your badge is wrong. You need to go and get this one. And she's like, um, okay, thank, thank you for that advice. And she went, if you come to the next convention, I'll give you mine. And she was like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely do that. That's fine. Literally, though, when, because I saw at the Phantom Film thing, the socially distancing one last May it was about then yeah and um she went for all my badges and she was like oh you have this one. Oh, you have the Rupert the Bear one not many people have got that one that's so hard to find oh where is it that one oh, 
look, I need him so much. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, you got the Rupert the Bear one. And I was wearing um, Survival. And I had yeah. the tie around my waist and everything. And she was like, oh, you even have the tie. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I just I love her episodes, and do you know what I liked about have being an Ace cosplayer. You don't always need all of the pins and patches because Sophie, being the wonderful queen she was, would lose a lot of them during filming. Yes, for <laughs> example, like for example, <laughs> yep, um, uh, uh, greatest show in the galaxy. Yeah, halfway halfway through running around those lovely. Dunes in Dorset, she lost her blue Peter badge. She had to have that weird thing. Yeah, the earring, yeah. That's it, the earring. Oh, that one, that one's strange. But I, I love it because that's, it's, it's a, like, even though anyone can do it and I think they can do it on a budget, mm. it's a very unique cosplay because not a lot of people go, oh, I'm going to do Ace. The only thing I wish they had done was just left her jacket as, because it changes. It changes for every episode. Like in, um, Dragonfire, I think she has a Winnie the Pooh pin or something like that as well. That's yeah. What I thought I was watching it back and I was like, is she got She's a got a different pin. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so, and then occasionally, like, the space, one of these space patches changes. I think it's the one on the front. Yeah. Yeah, that changes um, from season 25 to 26. And it's like, will you stop doing this? It's just like, and the little, the little, um, the little lacrosse one and the, the tea thing and the num the one number one and it's just like please why could you not just keep it the same i think uh, so this is how i look at it from the cosplayer point of view if you have the fundamentals oh yeah of like ace you can sort of get away with the other pointless whistle more, more you i have a badge i was just about to find my badge i i i i always bring up the pointless whistle but it's why like, <laughs> this is like this is one of the ones that i'm gonna sneak onto it because it says who are you calling small <laughs> it's my favorite badge and i'm like i have to you as, have an, to ace, put it as on there. an ace fan i have to like sneak it somewhere that no one's gonna notice but i know it's on there i feel like sophie would be like that I like it. That's, that's a good, that is a good asset. She beat up a Dalek. We have to talk we about We have to talk. Thing. You can't talk about Ace and not talk about the fact that she beat up a Dalek, yes. She beat up the wrong Dalek. The wrong Dalek. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Abby knows all the outtakes. <laughs> I do. I love her. Just, I mean, she's the only companion. When I, when I think of all of them, you know how how some of them you'll be like, oh yeah, they, they have that prop. It's that baseball bat like if i think of ace instantly there's a baseball bat in her hands and she's beating up something i, I, I haven't got mine i've got a screen i've got a screen accurate one but it's upstairs i've got it down here <laughs> i love it i love it it's just such a cool oh i just she's really cool you got to Sorry, think as well. This that was so that was um, Ace's first episode as a companion as well. So her first episode, she beat up a Dalek with a fucking baseball bat. Exactly. The exactly. wrong Dalek. But like that's what I mean. You have to. Oh, you have to give them credit. That whole episode, they're like, well, what we're we gonna do with the companion? We need to show that she's brass. You know, we need to show she's she this. But in that entire episode, she's just really. She got really hyped up doing the jumping. She she beat up the Dalek and then she done the jumping over the tables. Obviously, she jumped didn't jump through the the um, window. That was her stunt double. But just that beating up the Dalek, then jumping over the table. She had to sit down because she got so like pumped up. 
So we're saying, we're saying about the wrong Dalek, basically. This was one of Sophie's first things she shot as a companion. And they were supposed to swap the Dalek out and put a dummy Dalek in for her to beat up. But nobody had told, well, at least Sophie says that nobody had told her that they were doing this. And she starts with a metal base. It's metal. She starts hitting a metal Dalek with a metal baseball bat with a dude still inside. I'd like to, I still like to find this dude inside I this need, Dalek. Yeah, we need to find this dude and speak to him. We really Because he got beaten up by like Sophie Aldred. <laughs> like, but no, they were, they, they, say, they were supposed to swap it in for a dummy Dalek, but she's. Oh, she, she full on goes she at it. She got keen and she just kind of. And, and the thing is, she's pro she properly beats it. There's, there's no kind of like. I'm pretty sure the ice stalk comes off in the outtakes, yeah. <laughs> it does. It just kind of goes. Wee. We've got a remembrance of the Daleks as well. Once again, like we said, it's her first episode. She had to learn how to fire a rocket launcher. I know. I mean, I mean, as, as well, we, we talk about like good first episodes, right? So I, I, I have to say this Amy Pond has a good first episode. Yes, she does, yeah. Right? But like, oh my god. Ace's first kind of episode as a companion is incredible. In my opinion, I know other people differ, but as an Ace fan, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so strong as an episode. It's straight it's so in, isn't it? It's straight well. in. But all these like audios that they've set between Dragonfire and um <clears throat> Yeah. All the audios that they've set between them, like just reminded me of Colditz. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh. But it's just, it's just, it's just, you do generally feel like they've had those adventures between, like, oh, yeah. because they've it's, got it's already not, got that camaraderie. It's not forced. It's not kind of like, oh, we wanted to give you some fan, you know, fan service. Here's an audio. It's like, no, I believe I haven't yeah. heard these stories. I believe they actually have happened, and someone just found them. I, I, I could actually believe they were people. Like, like actual. They actually spent the like doctor six months and, pretending and they to traveled. be the Doctor yeah. and Ace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really do. I, I know I'm gonna, someone's going to listen like, really? Really? <gasps> really? Ben? When you listen ben? to their audios. Ben? Do you like Ace? <laughs> We expect an answer. We expect an answer in the comments, darling. And if it's not yes, you're wrong. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> no, we love you either way, <laughs> mate. Like still. Everyone's entitled their, to their opinion. Exactly. Oh, I think. Oh. So, um, big finish wise with um, Sophie called it. Oh so it's one of it's one of it's it's one of the old old um, big finish, which in my opinion are the better ones. But we won't go down that route. Um, but no. Colditz, Big Finish have a habit of being experimental and going more to the adult side of Doctor Who, which is nice, which is better in a way. Yeah. And with Colditz, they covered stuff that they could not have done on telly. No, definitely not. No. No, it, I mean, it's set during a very particular time in a very particular place. And it's done very well very well it, I, I don't want to say what it is because trigger warning but i would suggest people look up cold it's but the acting in it the it's just brilliant they would not be able to do it on on television there's no way it would, if, it would upset people. if you haven't dipped your toe into big finish 
go on to the Big Finish where it's only two two ninety nine people. Just it's not a lot of money. And it, and it stars David Tennant, so if people yeah. are unsure. If you're wondering where the tenth tenth doctor got his face from, people, it'd be a lovely shock when you find out where it was. Let's just say it involves Ace and him and him being not very nice to her. Let's just say that. Yeah, he's he's a baddie, that's all we need to say on that. Yeah. But, but again, his their acting together in that 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 particular scene in the cell, that is just incredible. It's audio. It should not be as good as it is. No. Yeah. That, that's the thing. This is I'm I credit where credit's due. If you're a good audio actor and there's a good story, it should translate exactly on, as it would on stage or on television. But this is the thing. None of them are audio act. Like but Sophie is thing. not an audio actress. But that's the thing. They're not. And I. I I weirdly expected I do expect I did expect I did expect with Big Finish that it would be half of what it is and I found out especially with the 7 and 8 stuff it's exactly the same Yeah, it's exactly the same as what I'm getting on telly just slightly more adult stories which again if you're an adult fan of Ace phenomenal I just there's so many good ones although I would like to ask you about childhood childhood's end because I haven't read it but I know we, we have to mention it because I'm intrigued oh my god that book so what what is it about first right so obviously Ace never got a goodbye story and it's basically it's not so much her leaving the doctor but it's kind of like the obviously he was manipulative so it's very much the psychological effect that it's had on her all this manipulation but um basically um a ship um starts orbiting the moon and ace being ace is like oh there's a ship orbiting the moon and um conveniently her ex i can't remember what his name is but he's something to do with like the british space thing and they let her go up and basically that and then obviously she encounters she gets to meet the 13th doctor which is interesting yeah but this yeah, but this is but this is the thing because obviously she has all this remorse to towards how the doctor treated her so it's quite interesting seeing the relationship between 13 and ace it's lovely but no, she, she 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 owns she owns a company. She's a su- successful businesswoman. She owns, um, what's it called? I can't remember. Brain brain fart brain fart. I'll remember in a minute. Shout it out in a minute. A charitable earth. There we go. Yes. Yeah, she she owns a charitable earth, which is basically they go round and they like help like kids into education and stuff like that oh that's such an ace thing though. yeah exactly oh, um, I love it that just proves again that Sophie knows her character yeah but she, she wrote I, the book didn't she yeah she did write the book but spoilers as well she does still make explosions and she has a bat cave it's brilliant she, <laughs> she literally has a bat cave okay that's it's it's in it's in one of those like shipping containers but she has a bat cave I love that I love that. That just proves to me how well she knows her character. Well, you know, do you know the season 26 trailer they did where she's like looking out over um, Tara London and all that, the sun's setting and she's in that apartment? Yeah. She started writing the beginning 
scenes in her apartment a couple of weeks after they'd shot that scene. So literally her apartment is in the book is based on the apartment that they chose to shoot the trailer in. Oh, I love, I love when things like because because like um she has the, the she has the apartment over Tower of London because obviously that's where Unit is and she does her nosy business like looking out her window like ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, it's brilliant and I've said this before. Get the audio book because Sophie reads it and one you're getting ace reading the actual story and two her 13th doctor is spectacular like Sophie could 100% be Jodie for Big Finish she's fantastic so yeah it's definitely it's definitely worth it just to listen to her Jodie impression <laughs> yeah I definitely do because I'm getting the I've, well, I've got the book on my Amazon and it's just but I'm, I'm tempted to get the audio. I might do that. I might do that as soon as we finish the podcast. Buy the book! And I brought it. But I, I love it. I, I, love, I just love her story up. And I like that we never got the goodbye because she's been able mm. to now write this book. Well, and they have... This is the thing. So they've done the lost stories like they do with Big Finish for the season 27s that were supposed to happen. And obviously she was supposed to I don't I personally don't like it. She was supposed to go to Gallifrey and she was supposed to be trained up to be a time lord, essentially. I don't like I I personally don't like the fact that they thought that that could be an option. Um and I I don't think Big Finish did either because as soon as they done that episode they were like, Oh, let's change it. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but I'm speaking about Sophie's range. Um, I say I listened to Zagreus again today, and she plays a duck. Sorry, that's Sophie. <laughs> yep, she plays a militant duck. I know what you're on about, but I didn't realise it was Sophie. She's a duck. Yep, that's Sophie. Well, that that does show her. But she gets the scream. I say, and behind the scenes of Zagreus, Sophie's like, "How do I scream down a microphone? Because I've never actually done it. Because Ace is not a screamer. (laughs) Literally, she's like, "How do I scream? One, I have to scream. Two, I have to scream as a duck. Right? Okay, cool. (laughs) Zagreus. I just love the idea of Sophie. Do you know what? I want Ace back in. I want her to come back. Oh my god! To be in the 60th, the 60th anniversary. It would so work! Because they could could just accidentally bump into it. Like, it could be an accidental I've met the Doctor again kind of thing. Yeah. And, oh my, yeah, no, I want that. BBC, if you're listening! But this is the thing, how many times, how many times has Sophie said, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. She'd be amazing. And and even if they didn't bring back like Sylvan and stuff, and they literally teamed her off with whoever the Doctor was, yeah, she's one of, again. She's one of those companions. Apart from apart from two, I don't think two would like her. I feel like all the other Doctors might get on with her quite well. Mm, one and two, one and two would hate her. Three. <laughs> she no, he did he didn't he didn't really like he didn't really like them interfering though, did he? That's true. That's why I'm thinking I don't think three would like him. Four. I'm not even gonna talk about four. I mean four, four would <laughs> Oh my god, five really would not annoyed. know what to do. Four would be like shut up. <laughs> just pipe up and down. do as I told you. I lo- don't get me wrong, I love four. 
But I would oh, now now I want Ace and Tom to do something just so I can hear what their characters They probably are. have, in all fairness. I say I've not listened to all of um Big Finish. Five 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 and I don't five would not know how to handle Dorothy, I don't think. I think it would no. be a Tegan situation again. What do I do? It would be a Tegan, like, um, someone else come and help I, me. I, I I'm just going to go one. hide over here with the quiet Nissa. <laughs> like... Nissa, come help me from the nasty ace. <laughs> They'd get on. They would. They The science Really would. That's, that's where her intelligence would really play. Like, Nissa and Ace. I could see her, though, like, breaking into Nissa's, like, lab- laboratory and like making explosives and Nissa losing her shit at her though that'd be quite funny there's so much I want to either hear or see now <laughs> I'm like I'm like it's either mate it's either gonna come from Big Finish or we're doing it on TikTok yes this is true <laughs> either way it's coming I know Char- Charlie's definitely met Ace Charlie's met fucking everyone literally hardly meet Ace uh like the end Yeah, but Charlie's met everybody because she is like the big finished companion. She's met everyone. <laughs> I really need to do a Charlie podcast at some point. Oh yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I've got. Me. I've I've recently. The thing is, if this stays in the podcast, I've recently got into Charlie's audios and Charlie's backstory. And for an audio companion, she's like Ace was on the telly for me. Ridiculous. I, I understand why everyone when they find Charlie is like oh my god this companion is just I love the fact that you're just like starting and I'm starting to do all the like later stuff now I'm t- I'm doing Charlie with the Virons and stuff and you don't even know what's going on no, I, I like hear you talk about it and I'm like oh what's what this? is this what is the Virons I'm so excited by it. but I think this I know we're going on the tangent but the thing with Charlie is she never gets she never gets boring. She's just this constant energy, and which is the same with Ace. Yeah, it's yeah. the same with Ace. I mean, I mean, Ghostlight. I have to go on Ghostlight. It's not the best episode, but it's got so God. much gay energy. I'm sorry. Okay. It's so gay. It's so that, gay. That costume they put her in. I know they never like put her in anything else like ever again. But oh, just... as a cosplayer, I need it. I need it. That's the only I the only two I don't have is Ghostlight and Fenric. I have everything else. <laughs> Do you, so obviously we have to mention Pernoster. Do you think that the Paternoster gang and Ace would get on? I think she'd get on with Strax. Strax. <laughs> sure, she'd get on with Strax. <laughs> Magnetic cluster mines. Oh, I've got them. I've got them in my backpack. What are we exploding? What are we blowing up today? Oh my god, that would be carnage. That'd be so much fun. I, I secretly want there to be a Starkey inside me. Madame Vastra said me to ask if you needed any grenades. Grenades! Grenades! I've got this! Wicked! Strax, this is Nitro 9. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine Vastra bit Jenny being like, Strax. Where did you get that silver bottle from? <laughs> a lady. <laughs> a lady no, passed it to me wearing a, a beetle boy gave jacket. It to me. Yeah, a boy in a beetle jacket. With a pointless whistle. 
It's <laughs> Jenny like, why have you got a whistle on your jacket? Yeah, I just, I, I genuinely do. I think... What about Vastra? No. <laughs> knowing, knowing the character of Vastra as well as we do? No. No, no, no. I think it would make brilliant television and brilliant audio. Do you know, I feel... I feel like they'd be rubbed up the wrong way. I feel like Vastra would feel the gay vibes and start protecting Jenny. <laughs> My wife. This is my wife. She is my property. <laughs> Back off. Back off, bomber jacket girl. Beetle woman. Beetle. I am a solar room. You are just a beetle. <laughs> is it bad that the more we talk about it, the more I like secretly want to create an idea where we have a little bit of a podcast, like a little bit of an RP with Ace and oh, I've said it now. It's happening, isn't it? This is coming soon to the TT Hoovians YouTube. Ace McShane. Oh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. But it's me and Lauren that do Ace, so <laughs> it's one of us. You know, like Mrs. Doubtfire when he's like, on, like when he's like being the little old lady and he like plumps his head in the thing. It's like I'm Ace now. Oh my God, Mom, what's going on? <laughs> I just have my green face, babe. You just go green. <laughs> green. Wipe it off. Ace. I know what I'm doing on Gally Day. <laughs> like, hello. I want to do a hybrid photo shoot with Bastra, but in Ace's clothes. We're fine, but it's just it's the fact that Neve is Scottish as well. <laughs> it's just like splat. Hello. I just, I love, I love Ace. I just do. I'm, and I know people don't like her, but they're wrong. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to be that bad. There's, there's an audio called Rapture. And she basically goes, gets drunk and gets high. It's good audio. <laughs> it's a very good audio. It's a really good audio. <laughs> Thing is, if you like Ace's character in, on the telly, it, especially in episodes like Survival, and remembrance i would highly recommend people to listen to the audios the early ones though yeah the early ones i mean i haven't really got all the way through i've got quite a big catalog no, but to go through I, I know i always say it but the early ones are just so much better like but it's purely because big finish aren't having to go up up against the telly yeah that makes sense that that makes complete sense yeah if you're trying to fight your own branding you know you've got doctor who and doctor who and if the ones on the telly people are gonna leave yeah exactly the telly one exactly oh, i love it i'm just trying to work out which other doctors i want her to go with i'm literally just going matt smith and i've ace. i've said this before nine and ace would be <gasps> such a good combination ace would be brilliant. that would be amazing big finish come on you can make it happen now i mean they can they really can that would be that I mean, everybody's excited about ten meeting all these old companions. I'd like nine to meet some old companions because I feel like nine and Leela. <laughs> I didn't even think <laughs> to anyone who's listening to that. My face just dropped. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, nine with a lot of the old ones would. Oh my god, nine with Tegan. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
He's, he's like, he like starts to do that emotional, like, I can feel the world turning. She's like, shut up and get me the Heathrow. <laughs> oh, oh, please, big finish. Please start teaming Chris off with all the old companions. Make my year, that would be flipping amazing. I, I just think, like, I love it. I say, but like, 10 with old companions, it's just like, yeah, yeah, he'd work with everyone in all fairness. I feel 10 would just, yeah, he would, yeah, but nine, not quite so much. It would be nice to hear 10 and Ace do an audio mm. together that isn't David Tennant being a creepy man. <laughs> like yeah, that's true. Doctor. That'd be good. And if they if they made it his doctor, I mean, I'm not a personal fan of the companion Rose. But if they make it that it's in the time where he was travelling, ne not necessarily with her in, but when he was travelling with mm. her, so it was the happier, go lucky kind of. I'm, I've got not the emo ten. Yeah, not emo ten. <laughs> I, was emo trying ten. To, I was trying to put it politely, but yeah, not emo ten. If they did that and he met Ace, I think they could do like I think they could do like a midnight type episode. But with Ace in it as well. I think that'd be really interesting. I'm literally going through all the episodes of Doctor Who ever has done and going, which ones would she work well in? There's so many. I mean, oh, there's so many. Especially the ones where there's violence. Like, I don't know if that sounds obvious. Ace in Torchwood. <laughs> oh my that god. That needs to happen and that can Ace, happen. Ace with Jack Harkness. Ace with Jack Harkness. Oh my god. I bet John Barrowman that. I bet I, if you I, actually messaged John, he would want it. In all fairness, they probably, yeah, yeah, probably would. I love it. I want that to happen now. Who do I need to contact, Abby? <laughs> Big finish Dear Nicholas Briggs, we know you love stories, but so do we. <laughs> so can you just make these for us? Here's a list. <laughs> if you don't, I'm going to employ Sophie and John Barrowman and I will make it happen. Fan audios. <laughs> Sprawled my own out. I got so sick of not having the right stories, I made my own. All of a sudden, Abby and Lauren are working on a Sophie Aldred impression. <laughs> I will. I will. It's like, what does what your, your range include? Charlie, Leela, working on Molly. <laughs> it's like that job I went for, they were like, is there anything you do? And I went, I do impressions of like... Like but they, they thought it was really cool. I was like, okay, thanks. That actually helped me. You wait, guys. You wait for RP Vastra. You wait. It's going to be better. I mean, not to be big-headed, but it's going to be But I say, because we, obviously we're working on audio dramas as well, and you, me, and Matt. Well, we are. We are. Team. We, we are. are the Wish equivalent of Paternoster. And that version. Poundland no, Paternoster. Wish works better. Wish is the kind of thing where you get it and you're like, wow, this is a really good product, or... Ugh. No, literally. <laughs> literally. What, like, like, a Sontaran. You order a Sontaran from Wish and our Sontaran is six foot four. <laughs> I ordered a dinky one. You got the tall version. We are the reverse. You know, like, reverse Flash. We are the reverse Paternoster. <laughs> A hundred percent. Because Vastra's supposed to be the tallest, Lauren is the smallest. 
<laughs> Strax is supposed to be the, the smallest, and Matt is definitely the tallest. That's, that's where this cosplay is really good because I am. I'm not as dinky as Sophie. Now I've met Sophie, Sophie multiple She's times. She's so small. <laughs> when I met her, it was at Hooverville, and because we'd known, we knew of her and knew of chatting and stuff like that. When we met her, she was like, "Oh, whatever you want with photos, just let us know." And we went, "Oh, it'd be really cool to get like the sort of over the top kind of one." And when we did, I was literally on her head, and I was like, "You're so small." Uh, but it was, it was a cute moment. It sounds worse than I'm making it sound a lot worse. I shoved my hands and Sophie all did <laughs> But no, it's she's she's so nice. If anyone is ever unsure about meeting people, because it can be very overwhelming, Sophie is very good first person to meet if you're unsure about being like when you were say, saying about she's so small i think that was like one of the tick boxes for doctor who companions this is this is why i always say no offense to india fisher who plays charlie <clears throat> she's like over five foot six so she wouldn't have been hired as a companion because she'd be too tall like classic wise Literally, if they. If you literally like had to. Between like four foot and five foot. It's like five, five foot. At the, yeah. At the tops. Annika's probably the tallest out of all the classic ones. She's like five foot five. Yeah, I think you might be right actually. And they put her with Pat. <laughs> <laughs> they just picture. You could just imagine them on set. Like that's again. That's why still works well with Sophie because. Of well, it's like um, talking about like the height thing. When um, Bonnie started working with Colin, she had to wear heels all the time because Colin's like six foot twenty, is huge. So she always had to wear heels. So as soon as Sylvester got cast, she could start wearing trainers because they were the same height. Yay! I get to wear flats. Small people. I do. I think. I think they're. All I do, I do think every single episode a lot of people are like oh they're not very good episodes and I get it but I think it's more because it's classic and it's but like very I think I think the people who say they're not very good episodes have watched Happiness Patrol <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which also has gay vibes but yeah for different reasons mm. <laughs> anyway I, I anyway like in, in, in summary once again like the Ace Donna podcast Ace is amazing <laughs> And we want her to meet the Paternoster gang. <laughs> we want her to meet the Paternoster gang, slash, come back to telly, slash, work with nine. She has so. to, 100%, they have to do the 60th. If, if the BBC listens to this podcast, put her in the 60th. They you know, the 20 sure people that listen, I'm sure one of them works for the BBC. Yeah, that's, that's it, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just going to go up to people in the BBC and go, listen to our podcast. Listen to this. There's things we want to happen, BBC. So, so, BBC, at some point in the past, a lady called Catherine Stewart, you might know her. She said TT Hoovians. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> we, yes. So, um, can you just take all our ideas and put them into audios? We'd love that. You Thanks. bet your ass! I am putting a TT Hoovians pin badge on my ice jacket. <gasps> oh my god, I'm gonna order one. Yeah, <laughs> happening. So happening. Anyway, oh yes, um, there is. If if you if you're interested in pin badges and stuff, there is on Redbubble. If you type in TT Hoovians, we have pins, we have stickers, beautiful we have merch. everything. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> so, buy it all. So that was the TT Hoovian podcast today, brought to you by me, Abby Louise, and I was joined by my beautiful, lovely guest, Lauren. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
Time latency, time cosplay, in other words. <laughs> We're gonna go and explode something. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> uh, who are you calling small? I'm not small, I'm five to six, but we'll go with it. Right, thank you for joining us. Goodbye. That was the TT Nuvians podcast with Abby Louise and Lauren Lee.